Welcome back to another episode of The Daily Unicorn. I'm incredibly excited for you to listen to this episode. I think this is probably the best one yet, and I don't say that lightly. I I speak with a client of mine. Her name is Taryn, and if you struggle with food anxiety or when you go out to eat with friends, it creates a next-level stress for you. You worry about what you're going to eat. You worry about losing all your progress. You you freak out when you step on the scale and it goes up, even though you logically know it doesn't matter, but you still let it affect you emotionally. If you struggle with this stuff, please listen to this episode because Taryn... You'll hear it in the episode, I don't want to spoil it, but Taryn comes from a place of where she started with debilitating food anxiety and she has now completely transformed to a point where she doesn't freak out about the scale. She says, fuck the scale. And she literally doesn't care what it says. She talks about strategies for that. She talks about how she's been able to finally be able to go out with friends for dinner, go on vacations and not only not worry about it, but continue to make progress, build muscle, burn fat, get more defined. She's at a, at a very high level of fitness through a ton of time and effort and hard work. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Leave any questions or comments. I'll talk to you soon. Taryn, you're there. Jordan. I love it. We got connected. This is good. How are you? Good. How are you? It's so good to talk to you. You as well. Um, Thank you for doing this on such short notice. I really appreciate it. Very welcome. I'm very excited. Well, I think I'm more excited, so I win that one. (laughs) Um, But basically... You know, I mean, you know what I want to talk about, but what, so we're, we're recording right now, but it doesn't matter because it's a conversation between you and me. And what I want to do is sort of have a discussion, but here, usually what's going on so far is people have come on and asked questions, but you, we've worked together for, is it seven months now? Seven months. Yes. Seven months. And the mental and emotional changes I've seen from you like physical too obviously the 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 video the other day I was like holy shit like your (laughs) muscles are just insane but like the mental and emotional transformation in regard to relationship with food and it's it's been incredible to say the least and I sort of just wanted to hear you talk about it from your perspective and then we'll just go from there okay okay um so I I guess the biggest thing that I have seen over the last seven months is how uh, big of a component, the mentality towards food um, and just like the black and white versus having a balanced outlook on food and exercise and the whole being healthy overall has played a role in my success. Um, Could you, how about this? Like, could you tell me when you first came and we started working together, what did you struggle with most? I would say overall balance. It always seemed like prior to you or prior to working with you, I was always black or white and I couldn't go do this with friends because I was on this meal plan or I I had to go to the gym for two hours just to try and compensate for what I did the weekend before. And I think that that's just a perspective on life that I have shifted um, I, I would say the first 
this is like the first time probably in my life that I have been working towards health and fitness and not had like an end goal. It's just like a, except for just a healthy, long and happy life. And there's not a trip, there's not a wedding, there's not this or that. And so that has been a huge motivator for me is just doing it for me. I love that. That's, and that leads to so much more. How much, how has that influenced your stress? Like, did you, were you, would you consider yourself stressed over food or like if you went over your calories or your, your weight was off, like would, would food or that stress you out before? Always, 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 always. And I, I couldn't like function. It was, it's kind of debilitating, like before going out or going over even to my families and not knowing what was going to be there or how I was going to handle it or, um, you know, how I, I just, I let it overwhelm me and it would affect how my mood was. It would affect how I would act around people. And then as you know, like my weight, I used to get on the scale and that would dictate my whole entire demeanor for the whole day. Like if, if, if it were up, you better watch out. I was pissed, <laughs> or, you know, or if it were down, my gosh, I was going to go eat some cake, you know? And so it was just like, it's just the balance that I have found just the emotional, um, I guess it's uh, such an interesting, such interesting relationship with the scale that you just brought up where it's, if it's up, you're pissed or, or sad or feel like a failure and, and it affects your interactions with people and your day to day. And then if it's down, it's, it's, I'm going to reward myself with exactly. It. And then that almost like, could set you up for that back and forth of I'm a failure. I'm doing great. Like this is, I, I suck. I'll never do it. I'll never achieve my goal. And like, no, like I'm actually crushing it or back, whatever, back and forth. But like what, what, what I actually, I'm interested in understand and in, in hearing from you because I think realistically, I, it's, I don't think I know, I know just from working with like so many people over the years that what's, what's remarkable about, you and what I've seen from you is there, there, there are more people than I think most, most individuals really understand or acknowledge or really appreciate. Most people or probably most people have some level of food anxiety, Mm -hmm. um, body dysmorphia to a degree where they don't really see their body for what it looks like. And that they let that control everything. And so what, What's remarkable about you and why I really wanted to talk to you is you've been able to overcome that in such a a tremendous fashion where it's just like what what was amazing to me and what I I very much want to do this with you and, and other people who've had similar transformations is take the emails that you would send me (laughs) in the beginning of our time working together and and compare them to emails that you send me now and, and relate them based on situations. So for example, situations that would, that would like, they would 
bring about one type of response, one email would be, one situation would be stepping on the scale. Another one, like I know for, for you and for most people, especially when they suffer with food anxiety, is they'll, when they're going out to eat, when there's either they're going out to eat and or they're going on a weekend away or mm-hmm. a vacation, and all of a sudden this this looming nightmare of losing <laughs> all of my progress becomes this stressful beyond belief reality where it's I mean it's their real reality but it's not actually the truth but it it becomes that and it takes over everything and it takes away (laughs) from the fun that life is and with you Taryn I can't I can't say it enough the difference in the way that you speak not only about these situations but to and about yourself is it's just, it's remarkable. Like, talk about that. Talk about how you, your mindset around eating events and social events and, and either vacations or food stress. Talk about how that's changed. Well, I, I think overall, I'm just kind to myself a little bit more so than I used to be. I used to be like, you don't deserve to go um, to that birthday party, or if you do go, you don't deserve to eat part of a piece of cake, or, I mean, it was always this or that, or black or white, and, you know, um, I have seen myself be a lot more flexible, and just allow myself to go, and um, I think you call them silver linings, is that? The, oh, you mean the bright lines? Yeah, bright lines, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, that, that has been clutch for me. Um, just having something to fall back on as like, okay, it doesn't matter what we're having or what we're doing or where we're at. I can find my, my bright line, you know, like I can, I can do the one protein, one vegetable and heck, if I want part of a dessert, do it. You know, I, I think I just, I have had a lot of success just in making myself do things more almost um, and, and immersing myself in more things to keep challenging myself and making myself more flexible and bendable and um, but still see success, which is mind boggling to me. You know, I look back and I'm like, wait, I've gone through Christmas. I've gone through New Year's. I've gone through my birthday you know yeah it's incredible it's like I've I've I would have turned those down a year ago because I would have wanted my goals more than I would have wanted those um memories sadly so that's that's huge for me well so you said a couple things that I want to touch on one being bright lines and two being um you're kinder to yourself and and I want to go back to that I want to save bright lines for for down in a minute but you you said you have been kinder to your to yourself and you are allowing yourself to be more flexible and it's that's one of those things where on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and everywhere like everyone is saying be a flexible dieter and mm-hmm. and love yourself and all that stuff but there's no real practical understanding of how to do it or or everyone knows like, yeah, you should love yourself. Well, great. Thanks for telling me asshole. Like (laughs) now what? It's like, okay. So what I would love to hear and and I'll chime in after I hear what you, what you say, what did you learn? What, what happened 
that allowed you to become flexible with your diet and not feel bad about it, not feel guilty, not hate, like continue to love yourself and continue to make progress. What did you learn that made that possible? Honestly, like weighing myself every day has really opened my eyes to seeing that even if I eat as strict as I can or at a huge calorie deficit or any of this, I could still see weight gain. It just depends on what's going on in life. And so I think giving myself grace and just being like, whatever, it doesn't matter. You know, day-to-day stuff doesn't matter as long as in the long run, my, my overall, you know, majority of the time, if I'm following my, my goals and my meal plans, a meal here and there or a event here or there, I think that that I don't know if I'm answering your question. I no, you, you are. You're saying you are, and I'm going to elaborate on it. You're doing okay. What basically, what I'll make it more clear so, so other people can understand, but what you're uh-huh. saying is that weighing yourself every day, and uh, some people listening to this might be like, what? I can't weigh myself every day. What What's going on? And I talk about it all the time. I always say, fuck the scale. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but what you just described is that you have no emotional attachment to the scale anymore. To you, the scale doesn't fucking matter anymore. No, and, not at all. And that right there is the key because I, I, I can say fuck the scale all I want and people can say, yeah, the scale doesn't matter. And people can say, I know it's just a number and yada, yada, yada. But they still allow it to control their emotions. They still, mm-hmm. even though they know logically it's not a, it does, it's not definitively indicative of fat gain. Like you don't gain three pounds of fat overnight. Like they know that they still let it control their emotions. And what you have arrived at through a tremendous effort and fight and pro and like outrageous amounts of work and dedication is the point where you can weigh yourself every day out of habit because it's good practice and a great form of accountability but you don't let that control your emotions. And that is a very high level, very mm-hmm. high level of mindset and emotional stability. And it took a, a long time. I mean, it, that it, it did not come naturally by any means, but it was worth every day, you know, just, just that repetitive checkpoint and, and being okay with ups and downs. And my gosh, this morning I got on the scale and I said exactly what you just said. Fuck the scale. Like, I don't care. I, I just don't care. It doesn't matter any day. It, it's just, it's literally just a number it's to you. It's very objective. Yes. Yes. It, I love that because what I do with, with, with clients and in circle people is I, I will never force someone to step on the scale if it's causing like serious emotional distress. Like I won't make them do that over and over and over again if I see it's doing more harm than good. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people will say or coaches will say their goal is to have their clients not step on the scale. That's not my goal. It's That would essentially be saying my goal is for you to avoid this altogether and but and that's great until you go to the doctor and they make you step on the scale and you have a panic attack or right. it's like something where it's just like you're gonna have to get on a scale at some point 
And my goal isn't for anyone to avoid it. My goal is for you to literally not give a fuck about it where it doesn't affect you, where you can do it and you can use it as accountability and use it as a tool and still say like, okay, that's enough. And like, and get to a point where let's say you have a week where like you're sort of just a little bit more liberal and, and whatever. And then all of a sudden like you step on the scale and you're like, okay, like that was a fun (laughs) week, but like, that's a good reminder that now I should get back on track. Right. Um, Right. It's funny because research consistently shows that people who weigh themselves every day, they consistently maintain a healthier body weight than people who don't. And reason being a lot of times people who, who, gain weight and get overweight and obese they'll avoid the scale because they don't want to see what it will say in terms of they'll be like i know it's gonna be up so i'm not gonna step on it and then mm-hmm. they'll, they'll keep doing stuff that they know they shouldn't be doing and then keep avoiding the scale mm-hmm. whereas if they just you know they faced it they get on they see okay like i, I had like a pretty relaxed couple weeks i'm up five pounds i know it's not fat whatever i'll just like it'll come off in the next four days if i just like get back on track like then they're good and they're back on it and cultivating that mindset is what you've done a really a, a like it, it's it's an a very high level elite mindset that that's how i know that's one way I know of many that you, for the rest of your life, you're good. Like, thank you. You're good. You're, you are set. You have arrived at the point where your fitness, your mindset, your relationship with food, you are among the very small percent of people who get, who can, and just like, I'm here. And like, yeah, you can do what you want. If you say, you know what, I want to go on a muscle gaining phase. Great. If I want to take like do a different style of workout. Great. If I want whatever, whatever you want to do, you can do because you're not tied and shackled down by the scale and perpetual fat loss that you never achieve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. So, and the other thing you said that I wanted to bring up again was the, uh, the bright lines. Yeah. Because um, uh, most people don't know what that is. So what are bright lines and how did they help you? They're like, um, well, my interpretation of it is just kind of like a rule for myself mm-hmm. to keep me in check when I'm not in control. That's exactly what it is. It's a rule for yourself. So, yeah. So what was your... What what's one example of a rule that you've used that's been helpful? Um, like the plate rule when I'm out. Okay. So so you what is it exactly? So I I um when I'm picking foods or meals, I include it on one plate and there has to be a protein and there has to be a vegetable. Whatever else I can fit on there, you know, depending on the situation is fine. Um, and then like, if I'm going to have a drink or dessert, a rule, another one that I have made for myself is I'm going to, you know, do of course one or two drinks, but in terms of desserts, I always am splitting. That's like an always must for me at this point for a multitude of reasons. But, um, that has really helped through the holidays and stuff for me is just to say, nope, I'm going to have half or I'm going to have a bite and be done. So and so what I really want to emphasize here, because what you just said, where I was like, I'm going to have half or a bite and be done. A lot of people will say, like, I wish I could be that person. Like, I wish I could do that. 
but what they don't understand really the meaning of what you just said, because a bright line, like you said, is a rule. And mm-hmm. that in and of itself tends to a lot of people get confused when they say, well, I want to be a flexible dieter because for whatever reason, flexible dieting has become synonymous with no rules. Um, mm-hmm. Flexible dieting is not is not having any rules or restrictions. It's being able to enjoy foods that other people might deem, quote unquote, unhealthy without <laughs> freaking out about it. Yes. Um, and being able to fit it into your calories or even being able to go over your calories and not worry because you're going to get back on track the next day. Um, right. But the bright line, what's really interesting about that is it's when I, when you say a rule, like you mean like, this is, this is an, an unbreakable bond. Mm-hmm. Like this is what I'm doing tonight. No ifs, ands, or buts. And it's not like you're, you get to the social event and you sit down and you're not sure what you're going to do. And then like all these things are going around and you're like, I want that. I want that. I want that. I want that. And like, ah, finally I break. You have established this before you go out, you have a clear understanding of what your rule is for the night, which takes away a lot of the stress and anxiety and desire because you're like, you know, going into this event, listen, I am going to have one plate of food and if I, and like, this is what it's going to be. And if I'm going to have a drink, this is what the, the rule is going to be. And that's it. Like period, end of story. Mm-hmm. And you make that known. So there's no more stress or anxiety because that's just, that's what you're doing. Does that make sense? Yes. And is that like what you, is that like what you feel when you do it? Yes, absolutely. It's just, it's there. It's no ifs, ands, or buts. And and that's, that's my deal. That's how I do it. It's so interesting because, and I know you have to go, so I'll let you go in a minute, but um, it's interesting to me that a lot of, it's sort of like kids, right? Where kids sort of feed off structure where kids, seriously, where kids will, kids will get mad because you know, oh, my parents are so strict or this sucks. And number one, they tend to do better in school and in life when they have more direction. And number two, generally speaking, I mean, I know my mom was the most strict parent by far of all of my friends. And I'm the biggest mama's boy ever. I look back and I thank God that she did. And I I know like from what I hear is like most kids who had really strict parents look back and they say like, I'm really glad that they did that because it kept me like on, kept me on track. Like, and obviously there's leeway here and there's more to it than just whether you're not a parent or strict, but having Mm -hmm. a guide and a set of rules takes away a lot of anxiety because you're not going into the event like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Or, oh my God, there's that food. I want to eat it. It's like, there's your rule and that's it. And that's just it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it clears a lot of anxiety and it just makes it, it, it's just how it is. Yeah. So Taryn, before you go, and I'm, I'm stretching this, I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. Minute, you're fine. But if you could give advice to, to, you know what, I'm going to say, I'm going to phrase it like this instead. I was trying to figure out how I wanted to phrase it. If you could give advice to yourself from a year ago. What would you say? Like if you could sit down and have a conversation and say, listen, like I want you to know and understand this very clearly. What would you tell yourself? Probably that there's nothing more important than your emotional health. And if that's, you know, if your emotional relationship with food or working out is not 
endpoint or healthy or extreme, then you're not going to see the results that you want because the, the stress and anxiety has way more of a physical effect than people realize, I think. And that's something I have seen in tremendous, just a stride in for myself. And, and that emotional component, I really did not have a full understanding of, of what part that played. That's, that's very powerful where that you said basically that's very that's amazing and it's because i keep replaying that most recent video you sent me or i was like <laughs> i used to look at her muscles it's i and tell me if i'm wrong i feel like you're yeah I, here's what i want to say like because some people i guarantee what's going to happen is people are going to listen and be like i wish that could actually be me but there's just no way like you had very high level stress and anxiety about this stuff like it, it wasn't like because it, it, it's funny you see someone who's who's jacked on social media or who's like ripped and all of a sudden you're like oh they're genetically like that but then you actually look back at their thing and it's like well hold on they were actually really overweight they come from an overweight family they had severe eating disorders and and they worked their way up to that it's Mm -hmm. very easy to play it off as like well that's just not gonna be me you had very severe anxiety we had long discussions about this and you got to this point through a lot of hard honest self-reflection and understanding and and deliberate work to do it wasn't easy like if this wasn't like a a, literally seven months now we've been doing this and (laughs) and I still have setbacks I mean I still have days where I'm like gosh have I done anything like any progress mentality wise and you just kind of the same mindset as as you know you're off one day calories you just get back on track the next day I mean you just have to keep pushing towards that ultimate goal I'm so glad you said that like that that what you just said made this whole call worth it on a new level in terms of you still have setbacks we all do mm-hmm. like you can listen to anyone on any podcast on any you know, read anyone's social media latest social media post about how far they've come and you can watch any video and if they make it seem like they fully get it now and they're enlightened and just life is bliss and they're, <laughs> they never struggle with anything and it's just la-di-da-di-da, beep boop all day, <laughs> like, that's not real. No. And what I've found is the people who make it seem like that are usually the ones who are the most unhappy. So I, I'm so glad you said that because it's pretending like you won't have bad days and bad times and struggles will make those times way worse. Whereas if you recognize they're going to happen and mm-hmm. it's okay and you'll get back on track, now it becomes just another part of life and you can keep going rather than letting it derail you completely. Absolutely. Taryn, thank you so much for getting on the phone so early in the morning with me. And <laughs> yes. I really, I appreciate it. You are a blessing in my life. Thank you so much. Um, and, and really, just thank you. I, from the bottom of my heart, it means the world to me. Well, thank you. I appreciate everything you do and all your support and encouragement always. So, Well, I will talk to you. I'll send you an email later today, and I will talk <laughs> to you soon, okay? Okay. Bye, Jordan. Bye, 
And that concludes another episode of the Daily Unicorn Mini Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, please, if you're listening on iTunes or Anchor, give me a rating. It does help a lot. Whether it's, If you give me a rating that you think I deserve, if you think I deserve one star, give me one, five stars, give me five, please leave a comment with your thoughts. I would love to hear what you think. Thank you so much. I'll see you tomorrow on the Daily Unicorn.